Good day all and welcome to worship from the First Presbyterian Church of Quincy, Florida on this Pentecost Sunday where you're oh red and have your little flutters a day that we celebrate the Holy Spirit uh, and the birth of the church. Hey, I thank you for watching uh, this worship service and good news to share. Uh, the 23rd of this month, Pentecost Sunday, we're back. We're back in the sanctuary. Yay! So if you feel um, healthy enough and safe enough, come on into the sanctuary. We're going to worship together starting at 11 o'clock. Um, we're not going to have a whole lot of rules, but this is what we're going to suggest and ask for. Um, this came out from the CDC this week. You can see all here, if you're fully vaccinated, you can kind of go back to living as you want with your mask on or off. I mean, there's some kind of areas where you might want to still be wearing it, but for the most part, you're safe. If you've not been fully vaccinated, there are still some caution zones. There are still some no-go zones where they'd like you to wear your mask. And in a group of people in close proximity, like in worship, it is strongly recommended if you have not been vaccinated that you do indeed wear your mask and mask in worship. So we're gonna ask you to do that. Um, we're not gonna go around enforcing everything and asking to see a card or whatever. We're asking for good faith participation, that you just kind of do it on your honor to keep yourself and to keep others safe. Uh, and that is the way that we're gonna get into here. So we're excited about it. Uh, I have no idea what Tamara and Scott are doing with their hands. Thank God knows. Oh. <laughs> it's the kids are. I'm reminded to remind you that on your honor and in good faith, God knows. So. All right, take that with you uh, as you will. But we are gonna be back here in worship. Um, we ask that you kind of separate out a little bit by family in the pews, but we're gonna allow you to sit in any of the pews. Um, we're just gonna do our very best to keep everybody safe. We're not gonna be singing hymns. We are not gonna pass the collection plate, but there will be plates at each door. We do ask that you make your uh, offering as you come in or as you go out. We'll have things listed in the bulletin and we will give you direction. We'll help you if you have any questions, but we are so looking forward to coming back together uh, in a safe way. Uh, and we are so looking forward to this pandemic being over. And a reminder to you, uh, not only uh, do you not have to wear a mask if you've been vaccinated, but you know it's good for everybody. It's safe, it's free, it's effective. It will get us to the end of this sooner the more people that will go ahead and have that shot administered. Please, please, please um, listen to the scientists. Let's, let's do this. Let's get this madness over with. Okay. All right. Um, I do have some announcements to share with you on this Pentecost Sunday. Hey. Um, I ask that you remember the folks on your prayer list. I ask that you do this each and every week. I ask that you remember Joan Stallworth, all those who love Barney. We celebrated his life yesterday in a service at the National Cemetery. 
a sweet service for a sweet man. We do ask that you keep them in your prayers. Uh, we're coming to the end of May, which means the first part of the summer, which means VBS. So we are getting that together. If you're around the church, you'll see uh, the activities happening around the education building ready for VBS that begins on June 14th, runs through the 18th. Sign up your kids, your grandkids, your neighbor kids, your nieces, your nephews. Get in touch with the church. Let us know if you're having trouble signing up. And hey, if you'd like to volunteer, we never turn away a volunteer. So get in touch with Lisa or Pam or the office. We will get you plugged in. Everybody will have a good time on the Rocky Railroad with Jesus. Um, a heads up, this is just a heads up. I'll say more about this later in the next few weeks, but I'm gonna be gone for an extended time during the summer, a semi-sabbatical break. So most of the summer I'm gonna be gone, so the things you need to talk to me about, um, do that before we get too deep into June, please. Um, another thing to celebrate, this Thursday evening, right here in the sanctuary, Emery Laird's Eagle Scout Honor Court Ceremony. If you'd like to come and celebrate with Emery and his family and his troop, his uh, attaining of the designation as Eagle Scout, please come. It is quite an accomplishment. Um, I do thank you again for your pledges, your tithes and offerings, and remind you that we have our normal offering today and our pledge fulfillment. We also have a couple opportunities, a Pentecost offering that is an offering through the denomination that goes to help our youth and children and of that offering, 40% stays local, so we can use that locally. So if you'd like to make an offering for the Pentecost offering, make it to the church, and in the memo line, put Pentecost offering. The other thing, another opportunity, which is why I have three checks here today, is a dear friend of mine and partner in ministry, Jefferson Flores, from right down the street to Ray DeReyes, church, which is King of Kings Church. Um, he has got a heart for children and orphans in um, the homeland of his family, which is El Salvador. And for $40, for just $40, we can clothe an orphan. That means shirt, pants, undergarments, socks, even shoes, and then a little bit more to help the orphanage with some food for $40. I'm going to do that. I hope that many of you will make it out to the church and just put uh, for the orphans in the memo line or Ray to Ray Church if you'd like to do it that way. But we're going to send one check. He hopes to do this for 400 kids. I'm sorry, for 100 kids, for 100 kids who are in that orphanage. I know that he's going to be able to do it. I hope that we can be a big part of him being able to do that. So. Those are the announcements that I have today. Is that it? Oh, no, it's not. Two things, sorry. First, if you're here in worship, you will see this. We're uh, it's time to do another, uh, what is this, a directory. So we're gonna ask for some information and we're gonna be doing the directory soon. That will be here for you to pick up if you're in person worship or look for it in the next newsletter. And now the final, announcement because we are back in the sanctuary starting Pentecost Sunday. This is our last standalone recorded worship, which means no more shorts for me in worship, boo. Um, 
No more Scott having to get up on Saturday and spend half the Saturday doing this. No more Tamara telling me where to sit and where to look. Um, but, probably, yeah, probably. But here's the thing. Lots and lots of people have helped over these last 14 months. Thanks to Crystal and Ian and Chris and Jenna, Nicole, McKenna, Evan, all the other scholarship singers, the spaced out choir singers who sang for us a few times, the family members who uh, helped, the Johnson family stompers, is that what we yeah, call them? Yeah. Um, who else helped with music? Help me. We had some grandchildren. We had some grandchildren had helping with music. Um, I said Nicole, right? Um, Fred Harris helped with music. Lots of folks have helped with music. Also to Lisa and Ruth and Ben. But again, most importantly, Scott, Tamara, thank you all so very much. They've been here more Saturdays than I've been here because they've even been here when I've not been preaching. So thank you to everybody who has uh, made the effort to help keep us stay connected during these 14 long, long months of pandemic separation. <laughs>
Friends, our first hymn today, our first piece of special music is Spirit of God Descend Upon My Heart. Thanks to Evan for sharing with us today. Yay. much, Evan. Uh, thanks again for sharing today and all those Sundays that you've shared. We do have uh, three pieces of scripture uh, for today. The first is from Luke chapter 11, uh, verses 11 through 13. I think you will uh, be able to tell why we have this passage on Pentecost Sunday. Uh, the next is from Acts, which is actually the traditional passage for the, the Sunday, the Pentecost Sunday, the first part of that about the birth of the church. And then we're moving into Galatians, uh, where Paul talks about what actually makes a church and what makes a Christian community. But we start with Luke chapter 11, verses 11 through 13. Is there anyone among you who, if your child asks for a fish, will give a snake instead of a fish? Or if the child asks for an egg, will give a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, who don't know better, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? The word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Our first part of the main preaching passage is from the book of Acts, the second chapter, the first four verses. This is the traditional, or the beginning of the traditional Pentecost passage. Um, we don't get to, to hear my favorite part, which is when um, the apostles accuse all those assembled of being drunk, and they're told, well, it's only nine in the morning. They're not in the wine yet. Maybe, but... Uh, Maybe. Depends on if they're tailgating, yeah? It could be. Could be. All right. Well, we're going to start with the birth of the church. So this is chapter 2, uh, verses 1 through 4. When the day of Pentecost had come, 
They were all together in one place, and suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as of fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now we move to the letter to Galatians, Paul's letter, and he writes about how we are adopted into the church by the Spirit and how the Spirit forms the church with specific gifts. Here again, the word of the Lord. My point is this. Heirs, as long as they are minors, are no better than slaves, though they are the owners of all the property. But they remain under guardians and trustees until the date set by the Father. Same so with us. While we are minors, we are enslaved to the elemental spirits of the world. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, in order to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as children. And because you are children, God has sent the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a child. And if a child, then also an heir through God. Live by the Spirit, I say, and do not gratify the desires of the flesh. For what the flesh desires is opposed to the Spirit, and what the Spirit desires is opposed to the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to prevent you from doing what you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not subject to the law. Now the works of the flesh are obvious, fornication, impurity, licentiousness, licentiousness, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, anger, quarrels, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these. I am warning you as I warned you before, those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. By contrast, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against such things, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So then, if we live by the Spirit, let us also be guided by the Spirit, and let us not become conceited, competing against one another, envying one another. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Yay. Pentecost 2021 is especially big in the life of the First Presbyterian Church of Quincy Congregation. On this day, on the very day that we celebrate the birth of Christ's church, we also celebrate our return to our sanctuary. It's been a long 14 months and lots has happened. We've adapted to pandemic circumstances and out of necessity had to try some new things. These recordings were new things. We learned new things like we learned about Zoom, figured out how to use Zoom and then came to 
hate Zoom, <laughs> right? We've tended to our neighbors when they've been sick or lonely or frightened. We've said goodbye to beloved church family members. We've graduated some high school and college seniors and one gray-bearded, big-hatted doctor of ministry student. We've adopted new furry friends and lost some really fine four-legged family. And through all this life goes on stuff, your church staff and all of y'all have done your best. We've done our best to keep together as a congregation and faith family. Did we succeed? I don't know. <laughs> I know we've lost some. I hope we haven't lost many. But I guess we'll find out at 11 o'clock on Sunday morning. Nobody has enjoyed the limits placed upon the church during this time. But being the church kind of means doing things out of love for your neighbors. And I do think doing all you can to protect the public health falls under the love your neighbors law Jesus identified as most important. Over the course of these last 14 months, nearly 29,000 Gadsden County residents were tested for COVID and nearly 6,000 had it. 6,000. 422 ended up in the hospital and at least 99 have died. Those are big, big numbers for a county our size. And I do believe as a church, we responded with faith and faith in God, as well as good faith, um, responding the way we needed to in order to keep each other and our neighbors as safe as possible. My hope is that people will continue to take COVID seriously, that people will get vaccinated, that things will continue to get better and better and better. That is my daily prayer. Now, like I said, no one has enjoyed what we've endured. However, on this Pentecost Sunday, it is impossible not to see the blessing buried in the COVID heart, heartache. On the first Pentecost, the Holy Spirit breathed Christ's church into existence. On this Pentecost, we celebrate a return to our sacred space and a rebirth of sorts for our blessed faith community. For the church and congregation we all love, that makes this a big day. And since it's kind of a new beginning, it's important to go back and see what it is that the church is supposed to be and what followers of Christ are supposed to do. And the list from Paul included in this letter to the Galatians is really a very good place to start. When I think of Paul, I imagine him to be really intelligent, kind of severe, definitely grumpy. And when he lists stuff, he always starts with the bad stuff, the you better not stuff, the let me remind you how sinful you are stuff. And okay, yeah, we're sinful people living in a sinful world and sometimes we need to be reminded of that stuff, but not today. Today's Pentecost. It's our rebirthday, our best day to begin again. So today let's focus 
on the list of what the church is and what it means to be a Christian, a follower of Christ. John Calvin said the marks of the church were where the word of God is rightly interpreted and preached and the sacraments are rightly administered. And that's great and that's true, but it might be a little too Calvin-y for some, right? A little, yeah, a little Calvin-y. Paul in this passage, at least I think Paul in this passage, more clearly lists for us the marks of the church, the marks of a Christian. And I propose that we will take this list, and we should take this list, and promise each other and ourselves and God, the good Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, that going forward, we're going to do our absolute best to make our town, county, state, nation, and world better because we will be a church and we will be Christians who show and share these things that Paul listed, right? We will show, we will model, and we will share love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Paul writes, there is no law against such things, okay? There is no law against such things. In fact, to share such things is the very reason we exist, the reason the Holy Spirit breathed life into us as a church, the reason Jesus called and entrusted us with representing him on earth as his church, the reason God created humanity and this glorious world that we call our home. Today, because of COVID, we get the chance to start over, to keep all those things that are born of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, and to cut loose all those things that have lost touch with the good fruit of the Spirit. I'm so very glad to be in this space with those that I've been called to serve and love. I'm so very excited about the opportunity God has blessed us with. We worked so very hard to keep together, worked hard so that we would have the opportunity to work harder still. And I'm ready for that. I hope you're ready for that. I hope you're ready for that. So let's go. And let's be who Christ calls us to be. Let's be his church. In the name of the good Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, thanks be to God for the blessings of this family of faith. Thanks be to God and amen. And now we continue to worship through music as McKenna sings for us on Pentecost, they gather.
thank you, McKenna. I do have another thank you. Um, you can't see yet. Maybe Scott will show you later. You'll definitely see tomorrow, but we have some glorious flower arrangements. And thanks to Sweet Kay. Thank you so much. Are you done? Not yet. You want to come? You want to come be on camera? Okay. Okay. We're going to fix the sink too. But thanks, Kay, so much. All right, friends, listen. It's going to be good to be together. Looking so forward to it. Hope to see you here at 11 o'clock. And then Sunday and Sunday and Sunday and Sunday after that, as we come back to this place that we've all been saying over and over that we miss so much that we need to get back to. Here's our chance to start again, born again as a community of faith. And so that our hearts, minds, and souls and beings might be ready and willing to embrace this Pentecost opportunity, let us receive God's holy blessing. Friends, may the hope and love of Christ, may the amazing grace of God the Good Father, may the communion, fellowship, and binding love of the Holy Spirit be with you today, be with you always. Thanks be to God and amen. Friends, goodbye. I'll see you here Sunday. God bless. Blessed be the tie that binds our hearts in Christian love, the fellowship of kindred minds is like to Important than me being able to read. Uh, <laughs> okay. Not well. It's about equal. <laughs>